his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. This has got to be bad news for the Houdet Nation. Bad, bad news for the Saints and bad news for Saints fans. NFL Commissioner Robert Goodell has just um, signed a contract extension through uh, 2027. So that can't be good for, for Saints fans. I'm Scoot on the air. It is a beautiful Tuesday. I'm sorry, beautiful Wednesday. Let's go to Courtney VIP in our traffic center. Courtney, it's good, it's good to have you back. Hey there, Scoot. It's good to hear from you. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Couldn't complain. Do you agree with this new poll that shows that Skittles are more popular than Reese's uh, Cuffs? I don't know who they asked. (laughs) (laughs) Because while Skittles has, you know, they have their place. I mean, Reese's is just the the king and queen, if you will, you know, of candy. I, 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 I like Reese's Cups, but it's not my favorite. I would rather pure chocolate than the chocolate and, and peanut mm. butter. For mm-hmm. example, um, if you had a choice, would it be, this is kind of like a Ginger or Marianne question, would it be uh, Kit Kat or Twix? Ooh, Twix. Yeah, see me too. I think that's a caramel, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Just that extra layer. Kind of amazing that um, that a candy. I just am surprised that a candy that doesn't have chocolate in it would have uh, been the the number one choice according to a new poll. Yeah, I yeah. Again, we don't know who where this sample of people came from, but Mars. clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I think even Martians. No, I'm going Jupiter. Is Jupiter slip? Which one? One of them's not even a planet anymore. But yeah, no, not Pluto. at all. I think they kicked Pluto out. There you go. Yeah, that's who they asked. The Plutians. Re- the Plutians. <laughs> Rejected. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, you getting ready for Halloween? We are. Yes, we're so excited. I, I'm not, actually, I have a costume party starting this weekend, so I'll be wearing my costume. Been working on the haunted houses that I do every year. Uh, so very excited about that um, and can't wait to scare some people. Good. I mean, you know, that's that's the key. And I, I think it's fun to be scared because uh, then we, you know, go back to our normal life and we realize it's not that scary. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I know people fear fear, but when yeah. you make it fun, I hope it makes it a little less fearful. You know, when we get scared, then we go back to our normal life and we realize life is not that scary until we turn on the cable news. And then we the, realize yeah, it then is. there's that. Yeah, yeah. there's that. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Um, Courtney VIP, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, yeah, we can have a little fun with this. Um, do you agree with this poll that shows that Skittles are more popular than Reese's Cups? Now, I, I, you know, I would have to pick the Reese's Cups over the Skittles. But if it came down to Kit Kat or Twix, 
you know, two things that are, you know, the twin bars. I, I'd have to go with Twix. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Something really interesting um, happened in, uh, in, in music on this day in 1974. It's referred to as the Al Green Grits Incident. Al Green, the singer. You remember the song, uh, Let's Stay Together? Yeah, I guess a classic R&B hit. Al Green was involved in an incident uh, involving grits. And it wasn't pretty. So we'll, we'll tell you about that going into uh, the next break. Hey, let's go to Coleman. Um, Ian Hokey is off. And I want to thank uh, Ashley Oye, our promotions director, for sitting in yesterday on location at People's Health Medicare Center. Uh, in fact, I want to thank everybody at People's Health uh, Medicare Center. Yesterday, Vets and Causeway, just uh, right next to, to Party City. They were so great, and I, I know that they helped so many people, and I appreciate all of you who came by to say hi. And I got a chance to see um, some of our listeners and uh, some new listeners, and I, I love to meet you because I put a face with the audience when I meet you, and I'm thinking about the faces of the, the people that I meet when I, I, I do the show. So it's a great opportunity for me to uh, to meet you. But also, Ashley Oye um, did a lot of the text messages for us. But let's go to Coleman with our text messages. His first text says, Scoot, Mr. WWL Radio, I prefer Reese's Cup. Now, the younger generation, people under 20, they like the Skittles, and they do these games to see who can swallow the most Skittles. It's really foolish. No, was that another one of those, probably one of those social media challenges? Yeah, one of those TikTok challenges. I can see that. Yeah, how many Skittles? You, don't do that. Don't. I, I, but I can, I guess I can see that younger generations might like Skittles over the chocolate and peanut butter. I don't, I mean... Really, are, are younger people turning against chocolate? Look, if you're, we have Zoomers, we have Millennials, Xers listening to this show. Let me know, is, um, is, is chocolate still popular? All right, this text says, G-Scoop, crime goes up in the summer and down in the winter. When the temps go up, the tempers, uh, um, when, the, when the temperature goes up, tempers go up. So could it be that global warming is contributing to the rise in anger through discomfort? I don't know, you know. I mean, that's a, that's a thought. It's, it, I mean, it's, it, it's a thought. But it's, it's, you know, I had somebody uh, text the other day and says, oh, so what, now you're blaming the, the, the weather, crime on the weather? No, it is true. It is a statistical fact that crime is higher in the summer than it is in the fall and winter. Because a lot of people who commit crimes don't want to be out in the cold. And, and so, and plus, I think also, you know, it gets hot and people get irritated. And so, yeah, crime does, uh, does go up in the, in the heat of the summer. So, but I, I also heard that, that crime is down in New Orleans, even from last year at this time. So, you know, that's, that's very, very good news. Let's hope this trend continues. Oh, by the way, our new uh, police chief, Ann Kirkpatrick. Why didn't she want to comment on the um, the Jason Williams um, carjacking story? I mean, she resisted reporters' request to make a comment. Why would she not want to comment on that? She's the police chief. It involves a district attorney. I mean, she should comment regardless of who it is, but especially since it's a, an official, the district attorney, why did she go out of her way to not comment? I mean, I, I wasn't impressed with that. Anyway, so I don't know. Maybe we'll find out more later. All right. This text says, I'm glad I lived out my rage in my youth because I understand the consequences of rage. Uh, I had There was a time where I wasn't able to go to home. I wasn't able to go to work, and I'm not living that life anymore. Now I choose to be a peacemaker, except when somebody flips me off and starts cursing me out. 
<laughs> Except and that happens all the time. So, you know, I, I don't know what you know, we really I, I think we're losing the ability, you know, collectively as a society to deal with our, our, our rage and anger. And these road rage incidents and these things that come up, they're, they're the direct result of rage being just right under the, the surface with, with a lot of people. And I just can't figure out why so many Americans are, 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 are so angry. This text says, the crime goes up in the summer because kids are out of school in the summer and they're the ones committing the majority of the crimes. That is part of it. But a lot of kids don't go to school. Um, ask anybody in the Linda Fricky family, and they'll tell you that those uh, thugs that were out of school, not going to school, they uh, they uh, carjacked that car and, and allegedly um, killed Linda Fricky. But the temperature, does, the, the, it, 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 it is kids being out of school because some kids do go to school. But it's also the heat of the the, the summer. I mean, I'm not just um, I'm not just making this up. This last text says. Kids did stupid things in the 70s and 60s. They just didn't have social media to spread it. It's true. I mean, we did a lot of bad stuff. Baby boomers did a lot of bad stuff. And uh, you millennials, Xers, and Zoomers, um, don't let baby boomers uh, act like they didn't do anything bad because I can tell you they did. Um, And... Um, they did a lot of stuff that was totally uh, inappropriate. All right, if you're on hold, stay with us. Um, let's get to a break, and we're going to come back with uh, with uh, more of your comments. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Also, Roseanne is celebrating the 35th anniversary of, of the show going on the air, and I remember the criticism of the show. There was criticism of the show because of the way it depicted family. And uh, the, the idea was... Uh, Roseanne, because the kids talked back and the parents talked down down to the kids and, you know, there was arguing and it was a very blue collar household. And uh, it just wasn't like the traditional uh, American family that we're used to seeing on TV. There were people that thought Roseanne was going to just have a, a negative impact on America. I don't think it's fair to say Roseanne had a negative impact on America. I think Roseanne reflected the negative things that were going on in American families. So we'll, we'll talk more about that coming up. All right, on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1974, when a stewardess friend came to visit Al Green to, um, to, to visit him at his house, the, the stewardess um, ends up in his Memphis home with her companion and, and his companion, okay? Mary Woodson, who was totally obsessed with Al Green. Al Green goes into the bathroom to brush his teeth. The woman blasts into the bathroom and pours a pot of boiling hot grits on him, burning him so badly that, you know, he almost died. Uh, he, he, it was like awful. And then she, um, apparently, in the next room, um, she's killing herself with his gun. And Green takes this disturbing event as a sign of God and focuses on his gospel music and starts preaching. He had to undergo skin grafts and uh, spent months uh, recovering uh, because uh, this, from this, uh, this whole event, he was, I mean, you, you could, uh, boiling hot grits. And, you know, like boiling hot water would just spill on you. You know, grits would stay on you and it would continue to, to burn. So it was awful. Um, he really got into uh, being an advocate for the Holy Spirit, and uh, earlier he uh, had uh, released a song, Take Me to the River, 
And that was a song that um, was very, very important to him. So, yeah, it was a coming to God, uh, coming to Jesus moment uh, when the Grits incident happened. And, you know, just uh, a shame. It's interesting what happens to, to some of these, uh, these artists. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Roseanne celebrating its 35th anniversary. Um, And I just, I remember all this... I mean, this criticism, it was kind of like a culture war. And yeah, this was going on 35 years ago. The culture war was, and it was coming from conservatives, that that Roseanne was setting a bad example for families. You know, the kids talk back to the parents. Well, wait a minute. Roseanne was reflecting the reality of the household. You know, quite often when people get mad at something in the media, they're mad at what they see in the media, but they're really mad at what the media reflects. Because the media reflects reality. That's how it attracts attention. So Roseanne was simply reflecting reality. When I grew up, it was, you know, Leave it to Beaver and um, Father Knows Best and the Donna Reed Show and shows like this. Oh, you know, perfect families. Oh, yes, they had their little mishaps and their little problems. But, you know, they were really nice, intact families. And, and it was all different with Roseanne. And so people were freaking out over that. People freaked out over The Simpsons, too. And I don't think that anything in America that's going on is a result of Roseanne or The Simpsons. And um, Coleman was telling us earlier that, you know, he, he was he, he was growing up watching Married with Children. And that was a show that was really not about a traditional family. Um, I mean, Bud was a total renegade. Uh, Peg, I mean, she was, um, I don't know, a mess. Um, Al was just, you know was just a, a dumb dad, made all, made all dads look dumb. And, you know, Kelly, she was hot. But I don't think it's fair to blame Roseanne for anything that, uh, that, that really happened in, in, in the society. So, listen, I'm still trending on our website, www.com. is a blog that I wrote yesterday titled, uh, Cantrell Calls the City Council Deplorable. And I, um, I just have kind of a, a different take on her calling the council deplorable let's go to jay in metairie jay you're on wwl thanks for being with us hello hey jay hi i was uh calling to uh talk to you about you talking about everybody's always uh has such a short fuse yeah and they're always angry at each other yeah i i'm i'm a facebook user i'm 52 years old everybody knows that uh the older crowd listens to Facebook, and the younger crowd does X, formerly Twitter. I've been trying to do Twitter, and my only feed is uh, violent videos. I was just wondering if everybody else is getting the same thing. or What, what do you mean, violent videos? You're, you know that you're getting violent videos? Yeah, like uh, just people uh, beating each other up and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you know... Um... I think that's a problem, and it, it reinforces, uh, you know, the reality of, of what's going on. You know, if people capture something really that 
happens in in real life, then it's it's happening. They're just um, recording it and sharing it with a lot of people, and it c- kind of makes it seem as if it's probably more prominent than it than it really is. But I, I think I, this I, is an I, interesting I, point: the, the reinforcement of the violence. I I don't see it in public. The only place I get it is on X, and I really don't even want to use X anymore. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a shame that that has become entertainment. But, you know, in a way, you know, violence has always been entertainment. I, you know, we can go back to, you know, movies like A Clockwork Orange. And, you know, violence was always a, a, a part of entertaining society. I mean, look, look at Shakespeare. I mean, there's a lot of violence in Shakespeare. So violence has always been um, a, an element when it comes to entertainment. And I guess it's no different when it comes to social media, that violence is also uh, an opponent there or component there. Uh, from Metairie, Pierre, welcome to the show. Hey, Scoot. Hey, Pierre. Listen, I want to talk about Republicans in Congress. But first, let me mention, you uh, came down on the NOPD police chief for not addressing the Jason Williams carjacking. I saw the little video clip on the news about that, and the woman is standing in front of what looked like a marching band playing right behind her, and she made a motion, as the reporter said, gave her question. She makes a motion showing she can't hear her, and she is stepping. She's not running away from the reporter. She's stepping a few feet away from the band. And the reporter just stood there and didn't follow her. Now, yeah. that was my appreciation of that moment. And, you know, so that, I don't that, think she was trying to avoid this. Well, I don't, uh, you know, I really didn't come down on her. I, I said it surprised me. I was disappointed yeah. that she didn't uh, She didn't answer. But when you say come down on somebody, you know, when I, when I do that, it's a little harsher than the way I was with uh, Kirkpatrick. Because I'm, I'm giving certainly well, giving her the, the, an open mind and the, the benefit yeah. of the doubt. But it just disappointed me that she seemed to, to not handle that the way I think I would have handled it. And that's the way we, we judge people. But, I mean, I appreciate you bringing that up. Did you want to say something about Republicans? Yeah. First of all, uh, you, I had heard you say something yeah, maybe about an hour ago about Republicans not compromising, but this is a purely Republican vote going on now. It is not the House of Representatives voting and the Democrats failing to compromise with Democrats. I mean, but if you listen to, to if you listen to with Democrats, yeah. if you listen it, to Jim Jordan, though, it sounds Republicans like Republicans versus Republicans. It sounds like Jim. And, and, and that's a problem these days. But it sounds like Jim Jordan is is, um, is 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 bragging about how you know, vote for me because I'm not going to compromise. I understand what you're saying about the vote, and it then there's a problem with Republicans and Republicans because there are two different Republican parties right now. All right, if you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. All right, so uh, Britney Spears is um, revealing some parts of her new memoir. And there's some things she's revealing that we didn't know about Britney Spears. Britney Spears writes in her new book, The Woman and Me, her pregnancy was a surprise, but not a tragedy. In an excerpt of the book published in People magazine, Spears writes she wanted to start a family with Justin Timberlake, but it was earlier than expected. She says Timberlake was not ready to have a baby in their lives because they were way too young. She calls the abortion one of the most agonizing things she's ever experienced. Spears and Timberlake broke up in 2002 when they were both in their early 20s. Timberlake's representatives did not return requests for comment. Spears's book comes out October 24th. I'm Archie Zaraleta. And I'm, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. 
I mean, what would that baby have become? I mean, I understand. I mean, they had a choice. I understand that they, you know, were not, you know, they weren't, they weren't ready. But, you know, sometimes you need to think about whether or not you're ready before you even have sex. But a, a, a child that would come from Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, I mean, imagine what that product would have been like. And I, I mean, I don't mean to call a child a product, but you know what I'm talking about, the, the byproduct of uh, their um, uh, joining together sperm and egg. I mean, that would be maybe an amazing child. Um, a new report shows that vehicle crashes and fatalities among young people are uh, taking an interesting direction. The nonprofit group Governor's Highway Association says looking at statistics from 2021 and 2022, fatal crashes involving drivers under 21 years old have fallen by 38% and deaths of young drivers have dropped even more by about 45%. For drivers 21 and older, fatal crash and deaths rose during that period. The report acknowledges that young people are driving less than they were 20 years ago, but it highlights several other reasons for the decreasing numbers, such as state programs that phase in driving privileges and often ban certain activities like driving at night or with young peers and making driver's ed available to everyone. I'm Donna Border. You know, that's an, that's an interesting statistic showing that uh, among young drivers, um, car crashes and fatality rates are, are, are going down. And that's really great news. I, I, I wonder if we're going to get a study that's going to show why. You know, are, are people, you know, finally using their phone less behind the wheel? Is there, you know, finally um, less texting and, and driving? You know, every time I, I see an accident, a, a bad accident on, on a perfectly nice day when the weather's nice and there's traffic out there, the first thing I think about now is distracted driving. I just, I think somebody just wasn't, wasn't paying attention. And if you think about the speed that we drive, I mean, even if you drive the speed limit, I mean, you're going 60 miles an hour on the interstate, there's cars all around you. It really is kind of miraculous that we don't even have more accidents. And so this, this bit of news about accidents and fatalities with young people is, is good news. And, and maybe young people are becoming a little more responsible. I have a theory. I think it's just that young people are driving less. Ah, that might now be they it. Now they do the Ubers and the ride shares now. So even though like some ah. uh, some younger drivers may have cars, they will park somewhere, then take an Uber somewhere else. Like They don't drive as much, and there's less young people on the road. Coleman, I think that's a really good point. Yeah, I think it's a good, that's a good point. I mean, I'm, I, especially when it comes to drinking and driving, you know, people are, are being a, a little more smart with that. I mean, I just I look back on my life in the 80s. 70s but in, in the 80s in particular and I am just I am embarrassed to, to tell you how many times I drove drunk I mean I would never do that today so our society has changed in in a good way in terms of bringing attention to drinking and driving it, it's still being done too much today but you know I I'm so fortunate that nothing happened. I mean, I'm really lucky and fortunate that, that nothing happened, that even if it wasn't my fault, that something didn't happen because, I mean, there were times I was trashed. I'm, I'm not proud of that. I'm just talking about how, how scary it is to look back on that and to think about how often, you know, baby boomers were doing that back in the 80s. I mean, I've mentioned uh, you know, the happy hours back in the 80s. We were talking about this on the show yesterday. There were happy hours everywhere. People would go to, to happy hour and have drinks and even get a little drunk and drive home. Um, we thought nothing of that in the 80s. So I'm, I'm glad all of that has changed. 
I want to let you know that there is a lot in the news today about Donald Trump. I mean, Trump lashing out at the attorney general over the fraud case, and um, he's posted her home address even after the gag order. There is so much in the news about Trump, and we have not talked about Trump all day. You're welcome. If you want to join us, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. I hope you're enjoying this uh, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. All right, tomorrow uh, we have an abbreviated show. I think the pregame coverage begins at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, so we'll just be on the air for for two hours. Um, We'll talk about a few things, but we'll focus on the game. And, you know, tomorrow is going to be a great day for tailgating, and uh, we'll, we'll focus on the Saints and the Jags. Thursday night football is in town. They're still unloading equipment at the Dome, getting ready for it all. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. It is season of Halloween. It's coming up. Big, big holiday. It used to be just a kid's thing. And over the last, I don't know what, 20, 25 years, it's become quite an, an adult holiday. Um, Clemson's coach, Davo Sweeney, is criticizing those fans who he says are bringing negativity to the stadium. They're, he says they're part of the problem. Clemson started the season and, um, I mean, they had a surprising loss to Duke. And, and Duke has turned out to be better than a lot of people thought. Uh, They won two in a row, came up short uh, with number four, Florida State. But um, Clemson is uh, not doing as well as they have been in the past. And um, Dabo Sweeney is uh, saying that I don't think everybody's satisfied with four and two, nor should they be. He said, I guess nobody has a sense of humor anymore around here. That's just the kind of uh, world that we live in. I'm, uh, I'm freaking hard. It's freaking hard to win. And to win consistently is almost impossible. If people don't understand that, I can't help that. I just made a comment of a little adversity along the way. You hate it, but the one positive, the one positive is that it makes you grow. Also, you learn who you are, and that's good. Well, I, I agree that you learn, you learn a lot from your, your losses in life, but um, it, they're bringing negativity what is like some kind of a spell they're bringing in like the negative spell or something to the the the, the game into the stadium i i don't know and um dallas cowboys a superstar um uh, micah parsons uh says that he is sick and tired of the media criticism of his team well the cowboys did well the other night but i mean when your team doesn't do well i mean that's that's part of sports it's part of the game and, and if, you know, players don't ever want to be in a, in a business where they're criticized, then they, they shouldn't be in, in sports because it doesn't matter what the sport. I mean, part of the part of the whole equation is, you know, sometimes you boo and sometimes you get mad at your team. And sometimes it's in the mind, eyes and mind of the team. It's it's unjustified. It's not fair. But, you know, sometimes um, sometimes it is. And it, it's it's OK. And I think it was interesting that, you know, after there was such harsh criticism of the Saints after a loss a couple of weeks ago, um, offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael said, hey, I understand it. 
Uh, you know, and we've got to do better. So they do hear the criticism. And, and you would think that they would always, you know, want to, uh, want, want to improve things. I don't ever, you know, want to go out of my way to, to be critical of the Saints or the, the Pelicans or any team. But sometimes, you know, based on, on the product that ends up on the field, whether it's the players or the coach who, who you want to blame, um, that's part of the game is, is being critical. And I, I know it's a tough business to be in, but, you know, they get, they get, they get paid to deal with that. And it's apropos that you talk about that because we was talking about road rage all morning. So imagine if you are a Pete Carmichael, you're in the public sphere, you're in, or you're a politician, or you're in the media like you are, how much criticism they get all the time from media, from backlash, from fans. It's Yet true. They have, to, they have to maintain their cool. They have to maintain their temperament. You know, I think they should take lessons from people like that who have to go in front of the media and explain why they do a bad job and they have to keep their calm and speak logically and clearly without flipping desks over. Look, I really like, I think it's a good point, Coleman, I really like the way Dennis Allen and uh, and, and some key players like uh, Derek Carr and Alvin Kamara and, and Michael Thomas, I love what they said. I like the way they acted. I like their body language after this last loss to, to Houston. I mean, I think the Saints are going to come out tomorrow night and they are going to just bust it open. And Jacksonville is a, is a good team. And Trevor Lawrence is, is proving to be, look, had, had a tough first year. But there's a big difference between college football and pro football. And he had a, a, a you know, a first year did not live up to expectations. But who can in the, in the first year? Joe Burrow? Okay, well, there's not many of those that, that, that come along. But he's, uh, he's a great quarterback. He's going to be a, a, probably a legendary quarterback if he, if he stays healthy. But I think the Saints are going to come out uh, and just want to bust it open tomorrow night. So I am positive. I'm feeling good about it. I'm looking forward to that. And I just, I, I like the way, th- and, and Mickey Loomis too. You know, he said the other day, the sky isn't falling, but we need to act like it. And so, yes, you learn from the, the, the losses. And, and really, we heard a lot of players um, putting blame on, on other players. Putting the blame on the players. Like, I think it was Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. They both kind of talked about how, hey, you know what? You got to step up here. And if you're not doing your job, you need to accept accountability for that. So let's see if that resonates and the Saints do come out and just bust it open tomorrow. All right, we'll talk a little bit about that on the show tomorrow leading into the pregame show. Love this season. I remember, uh, you know, growing up in the baby boomer generation when, when all of my friends were, were, were liberals, you know, because that was the baby boomer generation. You know, I had to explain to people that, I was a teenage Republican, and that was pretty scary. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. All right, coming up next on Sports Talk with Bobby Aber, Mike Dettelier, and Steve Geller. I'll talk about the Saints and the Jags for tomorrow night. Also, color analyst Deuce McAllister joins the guys at 420. I want to thank Diane Newman, Kevin Cassidy, Ian Hoke, studio producer Coleman today, news anchor Chris Miller, traffic with Courtney P. And as always, I thank you for being part of the show. I'm Scoot. Love you, New Orleans. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, 
Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.